0: In the last episode we ended up cleaning up the search model quite a bit by using name scopes but one thing I, la- I don't like about this find method is that we're resetting this local scope variable each time because the way scope name scopes work is it returns a new scope each time you call the method well wouldn't it be nice if we had a bang method variation of name scopes which we could call and have it effect the scope in place the current scope object instead of just returning a new scope and that way we could also use the returning block and clean this up a little bit more. There we go. To me, this looks like a much cleaner solution and I really wanna to try to aim for this uh, this code here. But we have a problem and that is currently the Rails framework doesn't support the bang method on named scopes. But that's no problem, we can just try to add it and then contribute a patch to Rails because I think it'll be a really a great addition. I covered contributing to Rails in episode 50, but since then Rails has moved to Git and things have changed a little bit. So this will be a good overview of what's changed uh, in moving and contributing to Rails using Git. So first I'm just gonna clone the Git repository into my local. Now I could just clone this directly into the Rails project, but here I think it's a bit cleaner. Uh, I prefer to just keep it as an external project, more of a central location of where I can contribute to uh, to rails another thing that's changed is that lighthouse is now used for the ticket tracking so if you just go to rails.lighthouseapp.com and then click on the Ruby on Rails project you can get there Um, also I encourage you to read the documentation here down at the bottom right uh, especially the one on contributing to rails because this has some really nice information that'll help you get started in contributing So we're all done downloading our Rails source, so let's just hop into that that directory, and the first thing you want to do is just to run your tests to make sure they all pass before you try to add any additional functionality. So let's do that by uh, running rake test. This will just run the full test suite in the entire Rails repository. Now you'll likely get an error that looks like this uh, somewhere along the test being run and this is actually just telling you it can't connect to the mysql database because we haven't actually set it up yet so let's do that real quick so we can get these mysql tests running okay to do this we can uh, just run mysql login and then uh, grant actually create a database first called active record unit test and we actually need to make a second one active record unit test two and we also need to grant privileges Uh, for the Rails user, localhost. This way, uh, Rails will be able to log in into this database and just run the tests on it. So, to run these tests, what we can do is just hop into our Active Record directory. And then in here, we can run rake test MySQL. This will just run just those tests so we can uh, see quickly if it's working. Now, when that's done, you may get this one failing test, and I've run into this just because uh, I find it happens when you start off with the clean, fresh new database, So, uh, because the database isn't fully populated. So just to get around this, um, every other test, just run the test suite again, and I find uh, it clears the problem because it just happens on the first run. All right, and when that second run's done, you should see all tests passing. So now we're good to go to add our functionality. And what we want to do is always create a separate branch from our master branch. Right now we're in the master branch. Let's make a separate branch to store our, to add our additional functionality in. Uh, This is one of the cool features of Git. It's just very easy to check out other branches. So we can run Git checkout, and let's call it um, named scope with bang. Actually, if we add the dash B option here, which I forgot, It'll actually create the branch because that branch didn't exist before, and then check out into that branch. Okay, so now if we open this up in TextMate, we can edit to our heart's content and add the functionality we want. Now we can open up the files dealing with name scope. So if we just do a search for name scope, we can see that there's a couple files here. And so Rails has actually just broken this down into the name scope functionality into these uh, modules in here, into these files. Now we can just start on name scope and just add the functionality we want directly into here, but it's much better to start with a test, to test first development, start with a failing test, and then implement the functionality just to make sure it's not already implemented and that you're actually creating something working. So let's just add a new test down here at the bottom. I'm just going to paste this in uh, to, and this is what we want to happen. So let's try saving this and running our test to make sure they fail. Now we could just run rake test MySQL again, but here we can actually just specify a specific test file to run. This way it'll uh, go a lot quicker. So here we can say we want to run our test uh, cases. It's called name scope test. Specifying that test will run that test singly, and we can see now that we have a failing test. So this is good, this is what we want. Now we just have to implement our code to uh, pass the test okay so now we can open up that named scope file and it's actually down here at the bottom of the file where we have this method missing colon. this is the functionality that we want to change so it responds to a method uh, with the the bang the exclamation mark at the end of it so I'm just going to paste in the code here uh, to do this and I just need to change one more thing up here in this list of methods I need it so that it doesn't try to uh, override the dupe method with the arrays duplication method. So those two changes should implement this functionality that I want. Let's try it out. So I'm going to uh, rerun this test and now it all passes. So we've successfully implemented our change to make this test pass and now we can use the Bing method on name scope. Oh, yeah one more thing here. Don't forget uh, documentation if you're adding any kind of features or functionality. So what we can do is just paste in some comments into here, which explain uh, our new feature that we just added. Alright, I think we're all done. Uh, let's just commit our change. I'll call it uh, named scope with bang. And then um, what we want to do here is check out our master branch. And Actually, I should go to the root here. And make sure that uh, there hasn't been any changes. So we can do git pull, just to make sure that no additions have been added, and it looks like there has been since our last checkout. And then what we can do is go back into our other branch, name scope with bang, and then uh, do a git rebase master here. And what this does is basically just reapply the changes uh, that were made since we last did our uh, checkout at the repository so now our commits basically added to the last commit that was made and now we uh, can format our patch so to generate the patch you do git format patch and then uh, to the master branch since we're currently in our name scope branch and then do std out and then you could specify the file you want to put it into so we say um, Name scope with bang. Diff. Now let's check it out, and it looks pretty good. Um, has our documentation added there? Has our new additions there? And then it has our test. So that's our all of the changes we made. Uh, looks good. If you notice here that this is actually in the format of an email, uh, which is somewhat unique to get patches. Um, the cool thing about this is that it separates each commit as a separate, basically, entry into here. So if you make multiple commits, those will be included into the, the patch. So if anyone imports your patch, it will be appear as multiple commits that you made, uh, which is uh, good sometimes. And But usually if you're contributing to Rails, it's best to just make one commit and send that as a patch if you're just making one addition. So the last thing we need to do is just submit a ticket to Lighthouse with our patch. So let's call it name scope with bang paste in a nice little description Uh, select our patch file and then just add a few tags here. And I think that looks good. So now we just click create ticket and there we go. Now we have our patch on there and for everyone to try out and plus one it if they want to. So now if you want to try out this patch and apply it to your project, how could you do that? Uh, It's really pretty easy. So let me just go to the attachment link here. Let's copy it first and then you just go to some directory where you have the Rails Git repository cloned and uh, make it's best to put it it in a new branch. So let's do a git checkout dash b this time named scope with bang. And now to apply that pr- uh, patch, uh, we just need to pass pass it on into git am. And this will just check out the patch and apply it directly to uh, this branch here. So just load the page in our browser after we start the server, and it works. So this is using the code that we wrote at the beginning here of using the bang method in our scopes. So this is how you can uh, make a new addition into Rails and apply it uh, as a patch to Lighthouse. I encourage everyone to uh, get more involved in contributing to Rails and any other open source projects. A great way to do that is to just subscribe to the Rails Ruby on Rails core mailing list and just check out the different patches that people are adding uh, to Rails and uh, try them out and just uh, comment on them, and add some feedback. And then you can start getting into contributing patches uh, on your own, too. It's a a great way to get more involved in the community. This episode is exclusively sponsored by Peepcode Screencasts. Please visit peepcode.com to find high-quality screencasts and PDF mini-books on Ruby on Rails.